Hello and welcome to the Belmont Journal, your hyper-local Belmont news program and source for community updates. I'm Mike Crowley, your host this week. We have a decision on the last day of school. It will be Monday, June 17th. And school will start again the following September on September 4th. Both days will be early release days for students. And for more information, you can visit the Belmont Schools website at belmont.k12.ma.us. Welcome to this week in the Citizen Herald and welcome back Joanna Juvelis, a senior multimedia journalist with the Citizen Herald and available online at Wicked Local Belmont. Thank you, Mike. How are you? Great. Okay. So we have some news on traffic and the new high school. Yes, it was a high school traffic working group meeting mm -hmm. with the neighbors who are going to be most affected by the construction mm -hmm. of the project. That is the Hittinger, Trollbridge, Baker Street neighborhood, Underwood okay. as well, right. and anyone, anyone off of Concord Avenue. Because the traffic um, is definitely going to increase once the project is done. They actually gave, gave numbers showing how the traffic's going to increase on Concord Ave. Mm -hmm. In the AM, it'll go from 292 to 910 cars. In the PM, 196 to 963 cars. And Hittinger traffic will go from 169 to 342 cars. And that doesn't yeah. even include non-high school traffic. Right, so that, that's going to impact that's going to impact residents, it's going to impact anybody who's driving on Concord yes. Avenue. So the goal is to make it a more pedestrian and bicycle friendly area. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's their goal. And there is definitely going to be a two, two years, actually four years is how long the project is going to take from start to finish. So this four year period, neighbors are going to have to suffer a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's really going to affect Trowbridge because during phase two from 2021 to 2023, their street is going to be the access road for all the construction vehicles okay. for the project. And phase two of the project is when they knock down the existing high school and rebuild it for the middle, middle schoolers. So what, what, so what, and what's going to happen during phase one, which starts June 18th, the mm -hmm. day after school is closed for the summer. June 18th it starts and it ends summer of 2021. And what's going to happen during that period is the driveway that's currently one way leading to Concord Avenue, that is going to be off limits to vehicles. It is going to be for construction vehicles only, authorized personnel okay. only. So that means that people who go to the high school will only be able to access it from Hittinger, Trowbridge, and Underwood. So they're going to put things in place to make it so that these neighborhoods are impacted as little as, as possible, but of course they're going to be impacted. There's going to be, there's going to be a yeah. fair amount of disruption. They're, they're looking at making a wider sidewalk on Underwood that mm -hmm. can be used by bicyclists and pedestrians. Okay. Looking at that. They're looking at doing the same thing on, on Trollbridge, making it you know, easy mm -hmm. to access for bikers. They may have to eliminate parking on one side of Trollbridge, they said, and Hittinger as well. They're okay. going to have um, detail, police details in place to d direct traffic. That's going to be very important. So there's a, another meeting coming up, um, yes. isn't that right? June 13th will be the meeting that's going to talk about how Golden Street is going to be affected and okay. what they're going to do. And that's June 13th at 7 o'clock, location to be announced. Okay, so that's an important meeting. Um, 
So we're also going to, going to be having some filming in, in Belmont Pretty soon. exciting. Yes, mm -hmm. I reported on this previously, but now we know what they're filming. Okay. It's based on the New York Times bestseller, Defending Jacob, mm -hmm. by William Landy. And the, the television series is going to be called Defending Jacob. It stars Chris Evans, the Captain America actor, and Michelle Dockery, who is a Downton Abbey mm -hmm. actress. And it's filming on Ivy Road and L Rutledge Road starting okay. April 26th through May 2nd. Crews will start to arrive pretty much. You might be seeing some activity next as early as um, the week of April 19th or even next week. You might start seeing the crews arriving and setting up if you're driving down so Ivy we Road. We might see a little bit of traffic disruption Porta potties, from this dumpsters, as well. <laughs> More traffic. Uh, restaurants and stores in, in the Belmont mm -hmm. Center area will probably benefit from extra business, which will be great. The town is benefiting because Paramount Television presented the selectmen with a donation. The amount cannot be disclosed until the entire project is done filming, mm -hmm. but the selectmen said it will go toward the police and public works renovation project. Oh, that's good to know. And so there's a sealed envelope in the treasurer's office. We won't know what the amount is probably until around, I don't know, July of maybe 2020. <laughs> Hopefully it's a significant amount. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Joanna. You're welcome. And we'll talk Exciting stuff. Yeah, it is. We'll talk with you next time. Welcome to This Week in the Belmontonian, and we have Franklin Tucker, editor of the Belmontonian. How are you? Just fine, thank you. So town meeting is coming up April 29th, and is there anything interesting from your perspective that the town will be dealing with apart from the ordinary things that we do at town meeting? Well, it, there are a number of articles that uh, will basically ask the town to uh, uh, say what it, it, the direction the town should go for. Uh -huh. uh, the most important of those is the uh, Energy Committee coming before uh, town meeting with an article that uh, wants to uh, make Belmont basically carbon free in its, uh, uh, by the year 2050. Um, it's, it's like I said, it's a non-binding resolution, but it's, okay. it has some specific goals. Uh, it wants, it basically, it wants to elect, it wants to just make electricity the the um, the, the uh, power source for town, whether it is new cars, uh -huh. whether it is when you renovate your house to do new appliances on electrical appliances, and also by going uh, ha by having Bel Belmont Light, our, our our local utility. To, to to try to get as all the energy that it brings into town uh, is coming from um, uh, non-carbon producing so, sources. So climate change is, is, is real, it's a fact, it's mm -hmm. here. And and is there anything controversial about about this non-binding resolution, or is this something that people should just welcome? It's I I believe it's going to be one of those uh, articles that you know it, Belmont has for the last eleven years have has been very pro proactive in terms of climate change. Uh, uh, we've had a, uh, a, 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 a basically a guideline for the last uh, eleven years. Uh, to uh, base to to reduce our carbon footprint very mm -hmm. aggressively, and many many people would say, um, and um, we've 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 continued that by having uh, uh, planning uh, zoning uh, board uh, uh, zoning um, requirements, and and also um, how we promote uh, electrical cars. You know, Belmont has like the biggest percentage of people buying new electrical cars mm -hmm. in the in the Commonwealth. Uh, but you know, as as uh, Roger Colton, the head, of, uh, one of the heads of the uh, Energy Committee, st uh, stated, um, we could do better. 
So I, th I think everyone feels that we could do better. But um, so so when this this was decided by the board of selectmen, the board of selectmen said, uh, basically uh, said, you know, they're asked as with any article. Do they approve or, or, or do they disapprove? Right. Now, this is one of some, some of these articles that uh, you know, most people would think, oh, well, who, who's opposed to climate, uh, battling climate change? But, the real, but there is a question that I think um, uh, on the, our new uh, selectman, uh, Roy Epstein, has brought up. And that is a real almost philosophical question rather than um, a question of whether you want to oppose um, Climate change, and he and, and Roy even said that you know he supports the act what what, what the town is doing, but he has a, a philosophical question, and that is why is town meeting a very local, um, uh, which, which uh, very local governings? Uh, how is it moving forward towards? Um, why should it be even talking about this? I mean, are we going to talk about world peace next? Uh, are we going to do? Um, <clears throat> You know, are we going to do it for every legislation out there? Mm -hmm. Are we going to ba be battling uh, um, white nationalism? Well, and, and <laughs> are we going to vote on this? It, yeah. Is it taking time away from our our, our responsibilities, such as passing a budget, and then talk about something that we really can't, you know, because it's not binding? What is, why, why are we doing this? So I, I think. Some people already feel that, that town meeting is too long, but on the other hand, there are other people that feel that these kinds of, 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 of articles um, or, or, in effect, a resolution, you know, um, have some value because they help promote greater awareness. And Bel Belmont in the past has, has passed a, 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 we're a welcoming community of mm -hmm. resolutions and articles. Um, it's not something that we, we're, we're, we're strangers uh, about. It's just that we have, uh, you know, like you said, we have limited time. And how, how impactful is this? You know, and Roy also said there's a lot of specific things in this resolution, even though it's non-binding. Mm -hmm. What happens if the community says, oh, we want to move forward on a number of these things? Let's say um, all cars in Belmont have to be, you know, uh, electrical cars, you know, by, think about by, those, by 2050. By 2050, let's say, you know, uh, who's to say that uh, you know that will then increase taxes on 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 uh, on on the people of Belmont, or in, in many ways, you know, increase um, uh, the burden, you know. So, so it, you know, you can go from non-binding to binding, and so he says, why even you know deal with that? Well, we'll see. We'll see how town meeting uh, responds, mm -hmm. and. Um, and I'm sure there will be an interesting discussion there. Oh, um, long discussion. <laughs> perhaps. All right, well, thank you so much, Franklin, and we'll talk next time. Thank you very much. April is Armenian Genocide Anniversary Commemoration Month. Belmont's Board of Selectmen issued a proclamation in honor of the 104th anniversary on April 1st, and that was followed by a State House commemoration on April 12th. Also in honor of the uh, Armenian Genocide, the Belmont Public Library is hosting a display during the month of April with books, CDs, DVDs, all highlighting Armenian history and culture as well as providing information about the Armenian Genocide. Next, Jane Peters interviews David Boyajian who talks about the library's display and that's followed by our community calendar. 
Hi everyone, I'm Jane and this is your community calendar for next week. Before we get started, we have a special guest with us today. We have David Boyajian with us. Yes. Um, he and some uh, other members in town have mm -hmm. put together a, an exhibit at the Belmont Public Library mm -hmm. about the Armenian Genocide. Mm -hmm. um, for those that don't know, the Armenian Genocide took place from during and after World War One, mm -hmm. and um, the Ottoman Empire, which was in place at the time, mm -hmm. sought to get rid of all the Armenians that were mm -hmm. were there. Mm -hmm. um, and so you and some other residents in mm -hmm. Belmont have. Mm -hmm put this exhibit together at the yeah. library. Could you talk yeah. a little bit about the exhibit and what's going to be on display there? Okay. Uh, the group consisted of myself, uh, Belmont residents, uh, Mark Mamagonian, uh, Jirai Hofsepian, uh, Judith Ananyansano, Lucien Kasparian, and Heather Karafian. They helped put this together. Great, great. Yeah. The exhibit uh, is a number of uh, not just books but DVDs and CDs and it doesn't cover just the genocide mm -hmm. we wanted to expand it so it covers Armenian history culture the arts uh, film and so forth oh, so uh, we're pretty happy about that um, the way this got started was uh, I'm a frequent visitor to the library and I noticed they had special displays mm -hmm. uh, especially I believe they had a display for Black History Month mm -hmm. And so I thought that it might be nice to have one uh, during Armenian Genocide Remembrance Month, mm -hmm. which, is which is April. April. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, I got together with some friends. We came up with a list of what we uh, would like to see in the exhibit. Mm -hmm. We passed it by Peter Strizero, mm -hmm. director of the library, and uh, there you have it. Um, can you talk a little bit about what your personal connection to um, this is and maybe some of the other people that are also involved? I was born here. My parents were born here. My four, great, my four grandparents came from Armenia uh, mm -hmm. uh, starting in 1897 mm -hmm. and going to 1906. So they got out of Armenia, Turkish-held Armenia, mm -hmm. before the genocide. But okay. they did experience... Uh, the 1890s massacres. You see, there were massacres that took place even before the genocide in the mid-1890s and also uh, 1909. Okay. So this so, is something that has was going on even before yes, um, the actual genocide. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, every ethnic group likes to tell, this, tell their story mm -hmm. to, other, to other people. Sure. And so that's part of it. Uh, remembering the Armenian genocide is important to Armenians, it's important to remember all genocides. Mm -hmm. And um, it's of particular interest, the genocide, it's uh, to Armenians, and it's not just about 100 years ago. It's about uh, today, because Armenia is under siege by uh, Turkey, which committed the genocide. Mm -hmm. um, Turkey has threatened to commit another 1915. That's how they put it. Okay. And uh, Turkey was about to invade Armenia, actually, in 1993 during an attempted coup in Russia mm -hmm. against uh, Premier Boris Yeltsin. Okay. So uh, it's a very, uh, it's, it's a here and now issue for Armenians, sure. too, not just a matter of remembrance. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. And so, um, as you said, April is uh, the Armenian Genocide Remembrance Month. And so this exhibit is a great place for people maybe to start to kind of learn a little bit more and um, educate themselves. Are there other places that you can point people to learn a little bit more about uh, the genocide? Yes. Um, 
the, not just the genocide, yeah, but Armenian yeah. culture mm -hmm. and arts and history. Uh, I recommend the Armenian Museum of America okay. in Watertown Square. Oh, it's nice quite something. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a very large repository of Armenian artifacts and uh, all sorts of very uh, interesting things. Mm -hmm. uh, National Association of Armenian Studies and Research in, uh, it's now in Watertown. It'll move back to its new headquarters on Concord Ave uh, in, the, in the coming months. Mm -hmm. That's next to the post office. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two Armenian papers, uh, the Armenian Weekly and the Armenian Mirror Spectator in Watertown. Mm -hmm. And uh, they can always go uh, on the web or, uh, of course, stop by the, the exhibit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a huge exhibit, mm -hmm. but it is, uh, uh, the library was able to fit it in, mm -hmm. uh, books, CDs, and so forth. I think people would uh, learn something and enjoy, enjoy stopping by. And where in the library is it? It's in the periodical room the periodical on the right room. as you walk in. Great. Thank you so much for being here and talking yes. about this today. Thank um, you. I think it's a really great exhibit. Thank you, Jane. Looking forward to seeing it. Um, and with that, we will get on to next week's events. From the earliest flying machines to the first rocket flights, join Mad Science for a week-long hands-on program for children's ages 6 to 12 for April vacation program Rockin' Rockets. Rockin' Rockets is offered in full-day or half-day programs. Learn more at madscience.org. John J. Duddy, president of Strategic Tax and Insurance Incorporated, will teach many common mistakes people make when signing up for Social Security benefits on Tuesday from 5.45 to 8.30 at the library. Uncover little-known strategies that could maximize your lifetime benefits and key factors you need to know before applying for Social Security. Sign up for a marvelous night filled with challenging trivia and super cool superhero facts. Teams of two to six people are invited to test their knowledge against fellow Marvel lovers on questions related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well as the comics. Costumes are encouraged for this trivia night open to kids and adults alike on Thursday from 6 to 8 at Belmont Books. The Kindness Rock Project was started by Megan Murphy, who was inspired after her parents passed away to paint kind messages on rocks for people to find. Elena Rossi Pellegrino is a Rock Project ambassador, and you can join her at the Beach Street Center on Friday at 1.15 to paint a rock of your own. Messages of kindness, joy, and inspiration will be used and spread around Belmont and other local communities. Belmont Day School is a collection site from April 22nd to May 18th for a town-wide clothing drive to support cradles to crayons. As you do your spring cleaning, set aside gently used toys, books, and clothing to contribute and drop them off in the collection container in the BDS parking lot. Students and adults can also participate in a sorting event on May 18th from 10 to noon in the BDS barn gym. Students who need community service hours can receive credit for helping at the sorting event. Monday's premiere for Belmont World Film is Hendy and Hormoz, a film from Iran and the Czech Republic. The film centers around 13-year-old Hendy and 16-year-old Hormoz, who are married despite barely knowing each other. The young couple eventually begins to enjoy their married life together, and Hormoz is forced to take on a dangerous and risky job to support his wife and upcoming child. Purchase tickets and watch the film trailer at belmontworldfilm.org. You can get reading now for May's Belmont Book Discussion at the library. The Stars Are Fire tells the story of the largest fire in Maine's history in 1947 Bar Harbor. Grace Holland and her children must face an uncertain future when her home is burned to the ground and her husband rushes off as a volunteer firefighter. The Stars Are Fire will be discussed on May 15th in the Flat Room at 3 p.m. Visit belmontpubliclibrary.net for a full list of 2019 titles. 
And that's all for next week. If you'd like your event featured in Belmont Journal's community calendar, you can send your event info to jane at belmontmedia.org. Last week, Belmont's Women's Club held an entertaining fundraising event, Dancing with the Belmont Stars, to raise money for the restoration of the Homer House. Joanna Jubilus was there and produced a really fun segment with Belmont's own dancing stars. And now it's time for sports. Rugby season has begun for Belmont High School athletes. The girls' rugby's team first game was held just last week and they won their home opener against Lincoln Sudbury by 57 to 25. Belmont Media Center's Jeremy Meserve filmed the game and has some highlights for us. Tap and go. Off she went. Oh, it's a big hole Gabby in the middle. Right the Here ball. we go. Oh, yeah. Here's our first try to Belmont. Faze play. Nice quick ball as well. Gabby sees the hole. Oh, she threw the dummy. Went through the hole. She's going to go all the way. She's going to beat her. She's in. That was a Gabby Valley with a double. Oh, Kylie's through the hole. She's got one to beat. Just steps her. 
Steps her, brings it in, dots it down in the middle. Yeah. It's easier to see from the sideline than it is to <laughs> see from the middle of the, the mess. And a quick tap from Belmont. Well done. Who came up? Here's Grace. Low through contact. About a meter or two out. To Gabby. Hannah. Hannah's in. All right. Oh, she oh. showed the ball. Nice show and go. Pretty strong. Able to hold on to that ball, though. Show and go. Again. Oh, oh lovely inside. Oh, that honors in. Here for Belmont. Always good body position from Grace. Low into contact. Here we go again. Secure with the ball. Nice Natalie job. just running it through. Scoring the try. Ball out to the right again. Oh, a little kick little over the top over. from Gabby. And she got the ball back. Covered herself. And she scored and the try. It. Left foot kick. Looks like she's got it. Out to the backs. Wow. Big hoss. Huge hoss. Natalie. Now he's taking her space. Wow. She's in. That's all for now. I'm Mike Crowley. This is the Belmont Journal, and we'll see you next time.